You're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we firmly believe that love is the answer and we are spreading it like wildfire. You're invited to come spend time with us in authentic connection, growth, reflection, and celebration. Life coach, author, and speaker, Abigail Gazda, will be sharing amazing humans living their hearts unleashed to inspire you to do the same. You will hear from men, women, and young people from all industries sharing their insights and inspiration as they have paved their way to their fullest lives. Here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. So if you are ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, episode 49, four things I learned in my four-day digital detox. All right, so we're going to do something a little different this Friday. This is a solo cast, and if you are an avid listener of the Hearts Unleashed podcast, you noticed I haven't had episodes up last Friday or this Monday. I was in a four-day digital detox, and I have been growing through what I'm going through. As I always share with you, I do this work as well. Over the last month or so, I've been going through a ton of transformation, a ton of growth, and really looking at like this next level of business owner, entrepreneur, leader, woman, just all the things. And it's caused me to go into a little bit of overdrive, which happens naturally. And I caught myself, (laughs) caught myself in breakdown, like, ah, what am I doing? And it's perfect because it really made it very clear that the healthiest thing to do was to go on a digital detox. Now, I want to give you a little image of what that looked like for me because I'm, I mean, straight up, I recommend it. Most of this episode is me recommending a digital detox. However, I did like the whole gamut. I let my people know that I love them and I'll talk to them in like four or five days. (laughs) And I really put my phone on do not disturb. So it wasn't just about checking out of social media. It was email. It was text. It was picking up the phone for calls. It was everything. It was to really uh, go silent for a while. And I'm going to share the experience of the silence for sure. But, you know, before I even jump into these details, I understand that everyone has very different lives. And so a digital detox, while I am recommending it, I get that it may look different for each person. And what I'm really inviting you to do is put your device down. Or, like, don't look at a screen. Um, That doesn't mean you have to, like, head to the woods or not talk to your family. Like, especially your immediate family if you're living with people and children and husbands and wives. But ultimately, it's really letting the the digital side uh, take a break. And so I'm going to share four things that I learned. But I'm really just sharing this out of... hitting the reset button and what would be available on the other side of that for you. So we are going to jump right in on these details because a lot of my personal shares come from the tips anyway. So um, it was very sweet because people did start checking in like after the fact. Uh, I was getting messages like, hey, noticed you're silent. What's going on? And so I so appreciate the check-in and I am great. I am very refreshed and it's really great to come to you guys. So as like, and the reason I'm sharing this in the beginning is because the growth is not over. Just because I did this detox, like, oh, I'm fixed now. All's great. It's not about that. I'm really leveling up in my business and in my life. And it looks different than I ever ever imagined it like 16 year old Abby 20 year old Abby 25 year old Abby I'm gonna be 30 next month and we're, I'm, I'm gonna go into the birthday celebrations you don't you worry we're gonna have a month of celebration but life doesn't look how I planned or counted on or uh expected and there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with it however being in uncharted territory has 
oh, like to me has been so exciting. It's thrilling. Sometimes it's scary. And the, just this next level is nothing that I ever like planned for. And so to create it with power and intention and then generate excitement around it really takes something. And so, you know, no matter whether you know what you want your life to look like and you're just simply, you know, declaring and fulfilling, declaring and fulfilling, or life took a left turn, a real hard one, or threw you a curveball, and now you're not, like, on the path that you saw yourself on, and there's that stuff to deal with, in any sense, I really want to be authentic about what I go through because I know we all go through different flavors of it and I really feel like it's part of my superpower to get to relate to anybody on hey man I had a breakdown like life didn't go the way I want I've had trouble with relationship I've had trouble with career or job or I really struggle with the clarity that you know other people seem to have or whatever whatever you're struggling with like I love normalizing the struggle and not to cert, like validate it like oh yeah struggles real manly but to let you know you're not alone and it's not the end all be all you don't have to stay stuck and just because you have lack of clarity doesn't mean that clarity isn't available to you and you can create your life powerfully so I share vulnerably because I am very committed to people getting that they're not alone in what they deal with. So I hope this resonates. And if what I'm going through doesn't completely resonate, I know that these four tips for a digital detox certainly apply to all of us in this 2019 type of world, this um, electronic technology new wave and phase. So here we go. Tip number one, it is necessary. <laughs> I hope my referral is very clear and uh, pronounced. <laughs> but what I mean by it's necessary is there's no substitute for a digital detox. Like if you want to back up, you want to, um, you know, hit the reset button, really there's no substitute for simply putting down your damn phone and walking away and experiencing life. Now, some of you may have grown up in a time where like phones weren't a thing, so you get it. And you're like, oh yeah, that's easy. Like I actually don't even like my phone or I don't use it that much. But I'm talking mostly to the millennials or the digital natives who are between, you know, 20 and 35 who you've you rem especially like I think I'm probably at age 30 maybe like 28 27 there were times where we didn't have phones and can remember times where like phones weren't the thing however at this point in our lives I don't care how old you really are phones have become so important or getting on the computer or responding to emails within 24 hours like the instantaneous lifestyle that we live nobody's truly immune to it anymore not if you're like at all tapped into society <laughs> and so you know it's it's there's no substitute for just putting your phone down and being without it and like experiencing the world again that way so if you remember a day and age where that was the case and you kind of got away from it this is that call to action to kind of you know play with what it would look like to let it go so when I got to experience my four days in this digital detox, I mean it when it was like a detox. Like if you did um, fasting, like a water fasting detox, like flushing out of, that's what this experience was like. And so like any detox, day one was rough. <laughs> oh, another like comparison is getting off coffee or, you know, stopping smoking or whatever vice that you may have day one was rough and I really uh, in retrospect compare it to like being at a concert so in your silence in the silence you can still hear the echo of the noise think about that for a second if you're at a concert like 
the whole drive home from a concert or a, a, maybe an athletic game where there's a lot of loud, like that loudness and that buzz, you're still buzzing for a couple hours afterwards too. Your ears are kind of ringing. And so day one for me was still a lot of noise. Like what's going on out there? What are they doing? I never know what she's doing back there. Like there's still this, what's going on in social media or um, just letting the dust settle. And so I loved it being four days for myself. You know, I get that with work for people, maybe the weekend is what you can afford. If you did it Friday night right after work and you just held out till Monday, like that's still plenty of time to get to experience the actual detox part of it, like the flushing out. Because day one, you're still buzzing. You're still busy brain. You're still on your to-do list. And what else that is there? And so this cannot be generated any other way than allowing some time. Because, you know, putting your phone on do not disturb in after 8 p.m. And like little tips like that, like setting boundaries with your phone is great. But we're talking detox here, like back and way the heck up. Okay. And what that truly allows, allowed me to do in my experience was peeling back the, I call it like peeling back the layers of influence because in the social media world, you got shit coming at you all the time. And so especially the way that ads are set up to target your interests. Like my timeline has tons of coaching advertisements, courses, um, marketing, like marketing strategy uh, professionals. And so there's all this influence about the way that I should do my business or the way that I should be a coach or a writer or a podcaster. If you're a mom, maybe there's like, ads that are telling you how to be a better mom or the way that mom's got it going on or you know whatever that looks like or dads whatever you're in the ads on Facebook and social media and your email are all targeting you directly and so to silence that generates clarity after the noise and the echo starts to fade. So there's no substitute. That's tip number one. It's absolutely necessary. And give yourself the time space to really stretch out the actual detox process. You aren't going to get over caffeine in a day. You aren't going to get over smoking in a day. You're not going to get over the influence of social media or, you know, digital blah, 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 static in a day. So give it some time. And with the peeling back the layers of influence, number tip number two is it's a loud world. Now, I know that's not a tip, but point number two, I guess to say, it's a loud world out there between social media, podcasts, books. Books are a form of media. They're just not so loud. And then TV, oh my God, TV, radio, and news. Y'all, y'all aren't going to catch me ever tuning into the news. It is like just banner after banner of junk. It's like eating junk food and being on a bad diet. In fact, total side note is like the way we feed ourselves the junk food of social media or, or me, let's say media in general, it's like feeding your body bad food. You get hypertension and you feel bloated and your arteries are clogged and your heart is blocked. That's what happens from the media influence as well. It happens in your heart, in your mind, in your gut even. You can feel this. It's, a, it's an energy. Everything that's coming at you, every word has energy. Think of someone's social media post. It triggers a feeling for you. Whether it's, oh, like sadness or relatedness or attachment to anger and distaste and disagreement and dislike. Like it, all the stuff that's coming out is causing an energetic impact on you. And so in this loud world, tapping out of it for a second, Getting to be with the silence, getting to be with the echo and getting to the other side of that is really going to generate so much clarity for you. 
So if you have the possibility. This also includes people, friends, family, influence like of your direct circle, not just social media, like on a grander scale, but your actual direct immediate influence. So if you can take a break, take the break for yourself completely. So you can really get back to center because the whole reason to even share this is to get back into alignment with yourself. Um, the, the reason I did this is because I'm going through this growth phase and I really want what would Abigail do? What's right for Abigail? There's so many answers out there. There are so many, um, again, like coaches and um, programs and diets telling you how to be, what to do, how to do it, when to do it, that there's nothing that's one size fits all. Even I'm a coach telling you I'm not a coach for everybody. Like I can impact everybody. I can, as a human, but certain things fit certain people better. You know that. You know that for yourself. Not everything works for you, especially if it worked for somebody else, great. It may not be the right exact thing for you. And the only way to know is to go inward, not outward. In point number two with It's a Loud World is number one, you're tuning into a bunch of stuff. And then two, there's a bunch of stuff coming at you, like incoming email. Oh, the point with email was notifications. These note, this little, that little red dot literally triggers our hormones like sugar. It amps up your dopamine and serotonin and this and that. And it's like, shoot, 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 firing, firing, firing. It causes all of those to go off in your brain and it creates a literal addiction. How many of you check your phone just to see if you have a new notification? I mean, I do it. Don't ever take this like I'm shaming anybody. I'm talking on same level shit here. So trust me when I say like detox super necessary. I was like, oh yeah, this is what's necessary for me. And so getting to share it. Anyways, the notifications, they are coming at you. And so it keeps you picking your phone up. It keeps you tapping your icons. It keeps you logging in and logging in and then like scrolling. Oh, how many of you are scrolling and then half reading and half having an internal conversation like get off social media, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. Like you're literally beating yourself up for doing something that you have the willpower to stop doing at that exact moment talk about inception (laughs) and talk about just a negative relationship to self. It's okay. This isn't a shaming conversation, but it's disempowering. And you know what you want to be doing or what you should be doing. And then there isn't even like space for what you want to be doing. And there's definitely no space for what like your soul wants you to be up to. And so peeling back the layers because you can't go through one space without going through the other is just to back the heck up and get back to center, get back to being. All right. So it's a loud world. You're tuning into shit and shit's coming at you. Get check out of that for a while. Uh, tip number three. Now we're going to start moving into like you being you and you getting aligned and centered me too. (laughs) Like what I learned in the detox is create more than you consume. Your answers are never outside of you. I say that about my coaching. I say it quite a bit. It's like, I don't have your answers. You do. And I have the questions that will pull them out of you. And I have a coach and she's challenging the hell out of me, pulling questions out of me, pulling insecurities out of me. Like, ooh, let's look there. Ooh, let's look there. Ooh, what's that about? It's so great. But we are always looking outside of us for our answers. And what better place than to tap into social media and look at all these ads about what works and what the fix it thing is. Create more than you consume. Now, 
as humans, we are creators. We are the creators of our lives. And when we're intentional about that, we obviously manifest. But what I mean is like, what does it look like for you to be creatively expressed? What do you like to do? And you know, I hear people say, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not creative. Or like, or like people immediately hear creative and they think of like art, like drawing and painting, <laughs> or, you know, like for me, it's like scrapbooking, <laughs> but writing is a creative expression. Obviously music is a creative expression. Gardening is a creative expression. Interior decorating, whatever. What is your hobby? What sets your soul on fire? What excites you? What could you do for hours on end or days or weeks what would you love Ooh, I love the asking the question is like what would it look like to get paid to be you it's so powerful I remember asking somebody that once and they I and then I kept going in the conversation she was like no you got to stop there like no one's ever asked me what it would look like to get paid to be myself and like I can't move past that question I gotta think about this (laughs) And it was really, it was magical because I hope that you hear me when I ask and like, have you really consider what would it look like to create more than you consume? Because the consumption, well, let's do this one more way with exercise. If you don't burn as many calories as you consume, what happens? You add on weight. And then you get really heavy, you get unhealthy, you end up with health-related diseases, like shit just spirals, right? But if you actually expend as much energy because food is energy, calories are a, a measurement of energy. So if you were burning as much as you consume, or if you were burning more than you consume, you are naturally living healthy. Like you're fit, you're energetic, you're alert, you're mobile, you're like agile. It's just, I mean, it just makes sense. The creative side of this is also emotional and mental. Specifically in this conversation with that digital world, we are mentally checking in to social media and drowning out our own thoughts, urges, and like passions with scrolling, consume, consume, like, and we scroll so fast. We, we hardly even read. We like graze the words. If it, and like, if a paragraph's too long, we're like, man, nah, (laughs) just give me the bullet points. Give me the cliff notes. Like, so you're not even always in there to like truly even experience that. It's a numbing effect it's a, it's a drug effect. And, you know, someone picked up the phone and we were chatting about this detox. They checked in on me and I, and, and she goes, Oh, I could never do that. Like it's how I do escape from life. And it's like, (laughs) that's the exact reason you got to do it, girl. (laughs) Like if you're using your device to escape from your reality, check in peeps check in because your heart's probably crying out to you and your mind is like Mm-mm, not going there Mm-mm. and your heart's just like hey what about me I know what to do <laughs> I know the way <laughs> man I mean it this is so great I'm having fun I hope you're enjoying this um I hope this is really you know, it's, it's not like the most profound information, but I just, I'm feeling good about the clarity that I've generated and I know it's available. There's, there ain't, it's not a whole lot of work to it. Um, even just checking out, like I applied a lot of personal exercises and I'd be happy to talk about any, but talk to anybody about like, you know, I was really recreating my identity and creating 2019, creating 30, creating a whole nother decade. Um, so I was let, like really journaling a bunch. I was meditating a bunch about like little girl and um, 
any insecurities, anything left over that's really there to shed so that it can really truly embody woman and and business owner and leader and lover of light and just all of those. And so that, sorry, I got into like, that's my mission and that's what I'm up to. And I really invite you to consider if you were creating more than, than you consume, what would you be creating? What would woman for you look like? What would like the next level of woman or man, what would the next level of mother, wife, husband, um, business leader, CEO, or you actually stepping into your passion and creating like your idea, like bringing it to life. So yeah, the one more thing about like creating more than you consume is stop comparing yourself. When you are consume, 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 you begin comparing what you create or what you would create because then you don't even create because you're like, I don't want to be good as that. It, she's already doing it. He's already done it. He's way better at it. And then you just never get your stuff off the ground or even out of your heart and onto paper. And that like, you can listen to all the hearts unleashed podcasts. Cause I talk about taking your doing from dreaming to doing, creating your thoughts as your reality. And there's plenty of episodes that have tips about how to do that. But this tip in this episode is just stop comparing yourself and I saw myself doing it. I saw myself comparing myself to the coaching industry and who's doing what and what makes the most money and ooh, that looks sexy and that, you know, uh, like, you know, that looks like fun to do or um, that's what the, the industry is doing. And if you're doing that, it's likely you're on the back end of a wave, right? Like, which isn't a fun place to be. You're going to get left behind. Being on the front end of a wave is tough because you're trailblazing and people don't get what you're doing. And then riding it out is like, yee! But being on the back end where you're like kind of in a saturated conversation where everyone's barking out the same stuff and it's, it's not like at that point, it's not even really creation. It's copycatting. And so what, like, from there, there's no authenticity. There's no authenticity in your message, your clarity, your core message. Now, I mean, I'm, you can hear I'm kind of speaking from my own experience of coaching, but you know this applies to you, what your motherhood looks like, what your business model looks like, what your di dieting, like seriously, just be, again, because everyone's doing that diet and it seems to be working for a large number of people, it may not work for you. And so let that shit go and find out what works for you. I was just talking to a vegan tonight at a, um, entrepreneur event. And she said, I've been reading so much information that I'm literally confused now. I don't know what's good. So I, I'm just gonna, st she's been like eating and finding out what works for her body and what doesn't. That's all you can do is listen to your damn body and <laughs> take a break from listening to your mind. Listen to your body, listen to your heart. One more thing I want to say about like listening to your heart, but also the creating more than you consume. When you're consuming all that, it kind of creates this mirage about what success looks like. Um, you know, hashtag relationship goals, hashtag like blah, blah. It's all that, that alone is like digital native. Sorry. <laughs> oh man. Anyways. So the mirage, I want to give you the analogy of it's kind of like walking through Vegas. There are neon signs everywhere and storefronts and giant things to see and stuff like floating. <laughs> there are so it's like sensory overload. And that's what the digital world provides as well. It's like, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. Look over here, look over here. Sign. How many of you sign on to Facebook, scroll till you like see where you stopped before, you get off Facebook, so you jump on Instagram, scroll till it starts repeating, and then you maybe do Snapchat, and but then you end up back to Facebook. Like you literally just cycle through the different apps for hours. 
You know, don't BS. I done it. I've been there. You, an hour's gone and you're like, man, I didn't do what I said I was going to do or even start any of the things. It's like walking through Vegas and all of those neon signs tell you, come here, come here, come here, come here, win here, jackpot here, check this out. We've got dancers. <laughs> you got little people clicking Nike cards at you. <laughs> and so it's like Vegas and so is the digital world. So is social media. If news or like television is your thing, Netflix, you just endlessly binge and you're like, okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? You are definitely consuming more than you're creating. And it really kills off your drive. It kills off your creative flow. And like, I'm definitely an advocate for like, put sticking your toe in because like I love jumping on YouTube and maybe looking at something. Um, I love Abraham Hicks, love listening to her content. And so I'll jump on there and she'll have a really great insight. And I'm like, Ooh, I know about that. Or I got something to say about that. And, and then it sparks content ideas for me or creative passion. Maybe music is the thing for you, but something that gets your natural juices flowing as opposed to consume, 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 come here, come here. And it continues to draw you in and like literally suck you in. Okay. So that's tip number three, quit uh, consuming, create more than you consume. All right. Number four, make sound choices from the silence. I love this. And the side, you got to get to the silence because I'll be really honest with you. Something that I've been growing in is my spiritual practice and really building the intuitive muscle. Now, if you really give yourself a healthy space and you've silenced the noise, you've let the echo, the reverberating noise fade away the fog begins to lift and then you are actually left in the silence and you can like, you can breathe. And from there, there's so much clarity. There's so much clarity. And from there now, some why I shared I'm growing in my spiritual practice because I really want to be able to choose from intuition in an instant. I want to lean in, say, Hey, spirit guides. Hey, guardian angels. Hey, ancestors. Hey, passed on loved ones. Like, Hey, people literally watching over me, not people, but souls and energy and spirit. I see them as people and they all have names. When you hmm. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to take a note so I remember to tell you about names because I shared this tip with someone I was talking to and I think it's great. And I can't even take, I won't take credit for it. I heard it from Gabby Bernstein. Um, so sorry, I just wanted to write that down. But there is more work. So you get into the silence. It was like day one and a half when I really started to sink in like, Ah, uh, okay. Hey, Abby. <laughs> I like did mirror work and really just started to see myself again and sense myself again. And that was refreshing in itself. I felt more alert. I felt more awake. And I, like the slow, I slowed down quite a bit over the course of these four days. <laughs> a, a, a lot of it, actually. So even though once you're in the silence, there is more work to do in building your muscles and your intuition and your listening abilities, but that is what's available in a digital detox is to silence all of that noise long enough to really come back home with yourself and breathe and not rush off somewhere or not rush to your phone or not immediately respond to a text or a notification and tap it as soon as it pops up. What, what I saw was that this really generated a lot of like, it 
built up a new level of self-confidence. And <laughs> this is interesting. It's not exactly new confidence. It's the restoration of old, like my the clarity I have had. I feel like the most clear I had ever been was the period in which I was writing my book. I couldn't write fast enough. I was so tapped into myself that I was sharing and sharing and life was unfolding. I was getting more clients. I was, I got a publisher without even trying you guys. Like I got connect, like someone said, Hey, I have a publisher. I love your book idea. And I'm going to, I'm going to connect you. I wrote my book with all the faith that I'd get, that it would get published. I, I wasn't sending out samples. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't hustling to get a publisher. I was so tapped into myself. I had so much clarity and confidence and sense of self that life unfolded for me. And it happens like that. But when you, like, what was happening for me in this current stage is I wrote the book, I've published the book, and now there's this success growth of getting my book out there, getting on more stages, growing as a speaker, having this podcast be heard. It's really growing the audience in a in a global way. And I there was a sense of force that I caught myself putting on that and I'm fine being honest with you about that because I want to succeed at it. I want to get the Hearts Unleashed mission out there. And from force, none of that will happen authentically. And so I knew it was time to tap back in to self. And you oh man it just has generated again all that clarity that like and especially all that momentum while i was writing my book so i remembered all the missions i remembered what i want to do and how important writing is to me and how important speaking is to me so if you took a digital detox you know consider what like you're really looking into your heart and getting that sense of self again. And maybe it's again, or maybe it's for the first time ever. And that's okay too. Because people have definitely spoken with me like, oh, I see you're a coach, but I don't really know what I want to do. And I'm like, yeah, that's my, like, that's part of my job. I get to support you through that. And so you get to, if you're doing this work for the first time, or you're becoming curious, like really curious for the first time, all I have to say is welcome there's no late to the show. Like it's your life and you're always, always doing your best. You're always doing what you, what you think you know to do. And you're always operating with the tools that you've been given. So if you catch yourself hitting your head on a ceiling that you're tired or like banging your head on the same wall, all that means is it's time to get some new tools get support, get a coach, get, join a support group, go to therapy. There's, there is plenty of resources in this digital world. There are plenty of resources, but getting back to you is number one, because by creating the clarity or um, the silence, you will hear the whispers of your heart. You start remembering things when there's not a bunch of shit coming at you, you remember the shit that's important to you. And it's not shit. I just like that word. <laughs> you begin to remember what's so important to you and what you really care about. And when you're not bogged down by thought after thought after thought that's not yours, from there, you're like, oh yeah, I let that passion fall by the wayside. I remember that idea I never launched or whatever. And so really tapping in to who you are and what you want and how you want your life to look, not look, but the experience you want to be having of life. Okay. Okay. So those are the four things that I discovered and I do have four tips for you. They're pretty quick and easy. So 
Before though, I'm, I just added a tip. <laughs> so tip number one is about the names of your spirit guides. So when you're meditating and if you really want to practice growing your intuition and your intuitive muscles, your um, psychic awarenesses and abilities, when you're meditating, Number one, if you're practicing this stuff, go to YouTube, look up Google uh, or YouTube meditations, guided meditations, spirit guides, and it'll help you like it will help you grow that muscle. Now, the tip that Gabby Bernstein gives is when you're tapping in to meditation and you are calling for your spirit guides to show up and speak with you begin by asking their name because they are different. You have many forces looking out for your little human body because you are a giant spirit and soul and energy force who has been here for umpteen inconceivable amount of time. We can't tell time because there is no time in the fifth dimension. <laughs> and so with that being said, when you're tapping into your spirit guides, these are, again, their ancestors. There's galactic cosmic forces in your favor. There are guardian angels. There are passed on loved ones that you've known in this life. And so they're all looking out for you. And sometimes like they're you know those like close calls where you're like, oh, woo, woo, protected by some force. Like, yeah, you are. And they're always trying to, they always are ready, raring and willing to support the heck out of you. And you can actually use that in your favor. And so when you begin to practice meditation and you want to speak with your spirit guides for guidance, like what is my soul's purpose? What am I here to do? What is the next inspired action? What's the next best step for me right now? Is this relationship right for me? What blah, 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 whatever you're, you can ask your guides any question you want and receive the answer. By starting by knowing their names, you can begin to really truly understand how many forces you have in your favor. And then you can learn to ask questions and receive the answers. So I could start a whole nother podcast episode on that conversation and it's very likely I will. So stay tuned. <laughs> but to wrap this up, I have the four tips for you from um, now going from like my personal shares and what I've discovered in my four day detox to what you can do to take on a detox of your own or just turn your notifications off. You can go into your settings and there is this option like you can turn them all off or you can like if you must for work or something have your email blah 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 but you can turn all your notifications off and it will stop triggering those hormones in your body to say like beep, 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 and create you as a slave to a device or at least a mental one. And so, yeah, turn your notifications off. I started that last January. I turned off all of my social media notifications. So I would only get the notifications when I actually went into the app and I would see like if I had you know, notifications from the app. So I left my um, text and I left email. And then like, I think my banking ones, my notifications. However, at this point, I literally have them all off. And I consciously check into my email, I consciously, you know, I'm logging into my bank accounts, different things like that. But what like, turn off what works for you. And just notice how much space it creates in your mind and give it a shot. I definitely invite you to turn your like everything off. Try it. it won't hurt. <laughs> you could turn them back on. Oh, turn them all off and then turn them on as necessary. That might work. Okay. Number two, this is an opportunity to recalibrate. So this is the phase that I'm in. So the four day digital detox was like heaven. I loved it. Now I'm coming back and I'm like, oh man, like <laughs> that was, that was kind of a lot of fun. <laughs> I just kind of want to stay in that. However, that's not how you run a business. That's not how you run a life. I'm very clear about that. It's not, I'm not telling you to check out of your responsibilities and commitments, just 
generating some clarity. So this is an opportunity to responsibly recalibrate and set boundaries. Okay, so like for me, I'm taking on no social media before 11 a.m. That is quite magical because I am starting my day with myself, um, my, my morning routine, my breakfast. Like I've really been also taking on blessing my food and not eating with a phone in my hand. That's pretty great too because food is energy and food is nourishment. And so when you are literally thankful and grateful to that food for keeping your body healthy and alive and moving, like you're literally in a relationship with your food. But it, and honestly, this is just a practice in presence, you know, spending time with your kids, um, you know, driving. If you're a passenger and you just like sit on your phone, like just presence, be with your people. So setting boundaries and whatever that looks like for you. So one of the tips is no, no phone before uh, 11 a.m. or no phone after 8 p.m. or once you get home from work, whatever that, whatever it looks like for your lifestyle, obviously. And then um, I, this recalibration period, I personally used these four days as my new year. Like I know everybody was setting resolutions at the end of December, beginning of January, but this lunar eclipse that just occurred was such a powerful energetic shift in the universe. Like guys, do even a 15 to 20 minutes of research about the, this lunar eclipse, this blood moon that just happened. This is the time to release sabotaging ways limiting beliefs, things that no longer serve you to truly not only step into 2019, but into the pattern that's happening. And the pattern that's happening is the consciousness of humanity is rising. We are waking up. The fact that you're listening to this podcast is that you're waking up to there's more to life than this like moan and drone or the numbness or the going through the motions, doing what you think you're supposed to do, um, meeting the expectations of society. Like we're not living in just a 3D world where it's all black and white and right and wrong. The vibration is rising. This is the opportunity to really recalibrate and choose with intention and power and say so what your life looks like and who you're becoming. So this is that chance to do that. Tip number three, go places without your phone on purpose. <laughs> Have you ever forgot your phone on accident? You're like, oh shit, like just and then you're thinking about like, oh, maybe what if I miss this or how, whatever. One of the main reasons I ever take my phone with me is for GPS anymore because I'm in Arizona. I have no idea where the hell I'm going. <laughs> but if I were in Indiana, I, I would do it so much more. And California, I would do it a lot. And so um, I'm getting used to Phoenix and it's okay. But um, there are plenty of times where I still need to know where the heck I'm getting. Uh, but like if you're just going to the grocery store or getting gas or, you know, wherever you're super familiar with, go without your phone on purpose. Going to a dinner, going out with friends, like who says you have to have your phone? And maybe you do that already and I totally commend you. But in this world, it's just like, it's less likely than more likely. So just a tip and give it a shot and see how it goes for you. Um, I again, it's just a practice in presence and then checking out and detoxing. All right, last one. Practice just listening. Stop talking, stop telling, stop asking, stop seeking, and just listen. Don't even know what you're listening for. Just listen. Just open your ears and your eyes and your third eye, <laughs> Google it, <laughs> and your heart. And just be willing to receive because all those questions you have, all the answers that you seek, 
you can come to an answer. You can find a conclusion by just listening. Because your heart's already telling you. So I really want to wrap it up right there. I really appreciate you listening. <laughs> I, guys, I crack myself up. I'm telling you. I don't even know if you get my jokes. <laughs> All right. You guys, I absolutely love you. I hope this inspires you. I would love to hear if this inspired a detox of your own and what you found and where you're taking your life. You're amazing. You're worthy. You already, you are already perfect, whole, and complete. And when you spend the time with yourself to find that out, it's one of the greatest gifts that you can give to yourself. So enjoy. And as always, live the life you love. Today's Hearts Unleashed podcast is brought to you by Pomzi, a super comfy sock company committed to sharing your message straight from your heart, right through the bottom of your feet. Your host, Abigail Gazda and Pomzi have joined forces to bring you the Hearts Unleashed collection filled with inspiring socks and mugs. Sip your inspiration out of the new mug and come cozy up with us as you tune in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. You can also give the gift of motivation to your loved ones by grabbing their next new favorite pair of socks at Palmsy on Etsy. Thank you for joining us on this journey where we are achieving our dreams one step at a time. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.